Got a case of the Mondays? This is your through thick and skin pick-me-up. We are giving you an extra taste of what we do best. Megan dropping her pearls of wisdom. And Erin answering all of your skincare and injectable questions from her weekly Instagram live. Hey, it's Megan. So I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Remember that guy I went out on a date with and I accidentally shaved half of my eyebrow off before I met up with him? For our first date, yeah, it didn't work out. We dated for a couple weeks, but ultimately we weren't looking for the same thing. And it's had me have to lean into something I am usually actually not really good at in personal relationships. It's called directness. So it can be confusing to be in a relationship and not know where you stand. I'm talking about my same single ladies or my single people. But also, whether this is in a friendship or in regards to a job, even with family members or in romantic relationships, when we don't know where we stand, we have the right to be direct about how we define the relationship, what we want it to be like. So relationships equal two people who have equal rights. The other person needs to be able to define the relationship too. We have a right to know and to ask. And since information is a powerful tool and having the information about what a particular relationship is, the definition of it, that's going to empower us to take care of ourselves in it. So if there's an area of your life this week that lacks clarity in a relationship, whether it's somebody you're dating, you're expecting this other person who you've been sleeping with to read your mind, that's a no, no, you got to be direct. Or maybe you have a relative or a friend who just is crossing a boundary and you have to be direct with them and let them know this is what you can offer in a friendship and this is what you're capable of. Also, people really like being around direct people. I might not be the first thing you think of, but being around a direct person is actually a joy because you'll never have to guess about what they're thinking or saying. You will know that because they will tell you. That's a direct person. So in my life, personally, my goal this month and the past couple weeks have been how could I be more direct? And once again, if you're direct while being kind and honest, it's really hard to mess things up. So I challenge you this week to practice. How could I be more direct? You're going to save the other person time. You're going to save them mind reading. And it's just going to be easier in the long run. Hello. How are you guys? I'm at home right now. I got done with patients early today. Everyone was in early, ready to get their face done. Let's see. What did I do today? I saw a lot of patients. We did a lot of cheek augmentation. Cheek, you know, I do a lot of restoration in my um, with my patients, a lot of my more mature middle-aged patients. Um, so we did some cheek restoration, nasolabial folds, lips, a few lips, chin, temples, lots of Botox, lots of Dysport. So it was a good day, it was a very good day, but I run efficient and if you're there and I'm ready, like we're going, we're going, we're getting done, we're going to happy hour. So happy Friday. I thought, you know, since I'm home off the clock, well, not really, right, as you, Okay, I am always here to answer all of your skincare questions. If you guys have any questions for me. Oh, before I get to questions, I promised you guys I was going to make a big announcement. Hold on, let me get my wine started here. Let's see. Are you guys happy hour yet? Mocktail hour? Friday? Something? Anything? A lot of my patients were working this weekend that I talked to. I see a lot of nurses, teachers that were grading a lot of papers. Yeah, just a lot of stuff going on. Oh, no. This is technology for you. My wine opener is dead. Oh no, it's not dead. There's just a cork in it. That's how, that's how, I, that's how it's going right now. Okay. All right. So I have an announcement, you guys, we're hiring. We're always hiring. I feel like I just repeat myself over and over and over again, but it's a good thing. We are a growing company. 
Um, we are looking for great people to join our team, and we like to have a lot of fun. If any of my employees are on here, let them know what it's like to work for us. See, I was telling a, my medical assistant Janelle today that I think I can be a little crazy sometimes, but it's all for the best. Um, but we are looking to hire. We are looking to hire great people. Um, we, it, we're just a dynamic company. If you like not the stagnant corporate world and you like being really busy and really dynamic, check into working for us. So um, I will post on a later story, a swipe up to our careers page, and it gives a list of all of the jobs that we have, um, positions that we have open right now. Uh, if you scroll to the very bo bottom of getthetreatment.com, it will say careers and you can click on it. I feel like we are always looking for our um, client experience coordinators and medical assistants just because we have a, a good number of those positions and we hire a lot of students that go into school. So there's kind of like back and forth of that position, but we are hiring for two big positions right now. So number one, we are looking for a boutique manager in our Newport office, a skin boutique manager in the Newport office. Typically, we hire management from within, um, but we are looking for someone dynamic to come in and pretty much run our Newport office. The Newport office is beautiful. It is decorated so pretty. There are like five patios you can lunch on every day. The team is amazing. We have Allie, PA Allie, PA Jackie. We have Dr. Majestic. Um, all of the rest of our team, our great medical assistants, our estheticians. So if you have experience in the medical industry, apply, you know, if you have management experience, but if you just have management experience in general, that is fine. We can teach you all about the aesthetic industry. We can teach you about the medical industry, but we want someone who has experience in managing, works well with others, you know, likes to be a Botox model once in a while, you know, job perks are good. We have benefits, but we, it's really good. So check out our careers page for that one. And then another position that we are hiring for that this is a brand new, this is a brand new position. We have grown quite quickly. And a lot of our growth, I think, is because we do share a lot of our story on social media. And the social media, if you guys do any of this for like work or personal, it is overwhelming. There is so much stuff to do. Right now, currently, we have four accounts, five technically, because we have our podcast account. We have the treatment, the treatment Claremont, the treatment Newport, the treatment Redlands, and through Thick and Skin, we have a TikTok, we have Facebook, we create content, we do all kinds of stuff. So what are we in need of? We are in need of a social media coordinator. If you love social media, you, what? <laughs> okay, Elle wants to do it. Do you have social media experience? Do you have experience managing a brand, social media brand? Or no, a brand with social media? <laughs> Did you guys hear that? She said she has multiple TikTok accounts. Uh-oh. I hope they're all the uh, kid age one. They're all fine. They're all fine? Okay. You know, I sometimes like will look on and I'm like trying to see if I'm going to see something scandalous on there and it's just Minecraft and... I'm not watching Minecraft. <laughs> what? No, what are the videos that are on your TikTok? Dream S&P and Gotcha Life. Dream S&P. Gotcha Life? Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay, so Megan can be your assistant for social media coordinator, but we are looking for someone to help 
run our social media accounts, help us create content. We are constantly creating content on a daily basis, um, working with the locations. You would travel back and forth between the locations. Uh, our main corporate office is in Claremont, and it is an in-person position. It's not a remote position because we feel that you know you have to be in this like dynamic environment to really understand everything that goes on and how the office works. So if you are interested in being a social media coordinator, again, go to the careers page. What you have to do, yes, Megan needs an assistant, you guys. It's, it's just like be, beyond. Um, and you can answer some DMs for us too, okay? Give, give Megan a break. Um, let's see, can you be Megan's assistant? I don't know if you wanna be Megan's assistant. I've been there. Megan, uh, Elle, would you wanna be Mimi's assistant? Oh, you're, you're Mimi's boss? She calls me her boss. <laughs> you could be Mimi's boss. Mm-mm-mm. All right, guys. So that is, that is the two positions we are looking for. But even if we are not, if we don't have a job posting for a position, you can always send your resume and a 30-second video to careers at getthetreatment.com. And we hold all those resumes. So say we are looking for a nurse to hire. We will go back first and look at previous submitted resumes, previously submitted resumes, and try to pick from there um, versus putting in a, a new, new job post. But again, a Newport office, Newport boutique manager, social media coordinator, look, uh, send your resume and videos to careers at getthetreatment.com. Follow all, follow all the instructions and I will do a swipe up link to the careers page, okay? So yes, LJ, I just said if you, even if we don't have, like we're not hiring, submit it. Cause I swear, just when I think we're like kosher and not hiring anymore, we decide to open up another location or take over another building or something. Um, so yes, it's all, all craziness. Okay, thank you guys. Let's get to the questions. I saw some very spicy questions in the question box today. Spicy, L. Spicy. Okay. <laughs> I don't what think you want to. They're from Auntie Veronica. Oh, okay. Then that makes sense. Yes. Okay. Well, let's let's uh, uh let's warm up before we get to those. Question. Skincare question. HA intensifier better at morning or night? I got a free one for the from the sale. Nothing better than free. Our Labor Day sale was insane. It was so amazing. Thank you guys so much for supporting. We really appreciate it. HA Intensifier is, uh, it's hyaluronic acid. It's from SkinCeuticals. It's really nice to help hydrate the skin and help promote your own hyaluronic acid. So hyaluronic acid, it's what's found naturally in filler. It makes your skin extra plump, extra glowing. It is truly up to you if you'd like to apply it at morning or nighttime. You can apply it to both. Just think about it like a moisturizer. It does have a little tacky feel. I, I don't use it because I use other products um, I don't incorporate it into my line, but some people say that it might feel a little tacky under makeup. So try it under your makeup, and if you are good with that, awesome. You totally can layer it then. But if you feel like it's too tacky under your makeup, then you can use it at nighttime. Either way, it does not matter when you use HA Intensifier. Okay, next question. Ooh, good. I did lots of cheek filler today, and I gave lots of instructions on what, there's, what you're supposed to do. The question is, can you sleep on your stomach, face and pillow, after cheek filler. In general, you want to avoid, you okay? You want to avoid putting firm pressure on your face right after you have filler done. Think about filler as if it is this firm ball of Play-Doh. 
if you sleep, if you smush a firm, if you throw, toss a firm ball of Play-Doh around like a half stale ball, it's not going to like disintegrate. But if you take that ball and you really smush it down and like really try to flatten it, then it can flatten. So that's the same thing with filler. You just paid all this money to pop things out, pop your cheeks out. You don't want to flatten it. Um, so in general, if you can sleep on your back or even on your side, like let's use this little towel. So say you have your, your, a pillow. What I like to do is that if I sleep, I try to put my pillow here and sleep on my side. So then this is being supported versus this, right? Cause what does that do? That makes all these wrinkles here. So try to do that. But at the end of the day, when you fall asleep, your body's going to do what it's going to do. And if you end up with your face turned over, you're not going to mess up all your filler. So in general, try to avoid firm pressure on your face. But if you wake up and you're on your face, don't worry. You're not going to like totally mess it up. Okay. Okay. This is okay. How is your car this week? I have the car drama. Okay. I have had no extra problems with my car. Are you laughing Elle? Cause you know my, my situation, right? Okay. So uh, my car is fine, but I was kind of narrowing down my car choices. And one of the car choices on my list was a Tesla because I love technology. And I think just the concept of it sounds so cool. I was talking to my, one of my medical assistants, Liana, and I was telling her this and she was like, Oh, I hate Teslas. They are awful. They are the worst. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you have such an aversion to it. She's like, have you ever driven one? I'm like, no, I've never driven one. She's like, you need to drive one. I absolutely, there you go, Liana. Yeah. I absolutely hate it. So Liana, you know what I did yesterday when I was in Newport, I went and scheduled a test drive just because of you. And you I like don't know it. if it was, huh? You have liked it and have hated it because I had the, um, you took your foot off the gas and just stopped. Yes. Car. So Elle's talking about it. Now I think Liana and Liana, you, what are you doing online? I thought you just had surgery today, but that's a whole nother story. I hope you're okay. Okay. So, and I share, okay. I'm very prone to car sickness. So, you know, with electric car, once you take your foot off the gas, it like stops. So I drove it around and I honestly, I thought the car was super cool. I loved all the technology, but when I was done, I swear to God, I felt motion sickness. And again, I don't know if it's because Liana tainted my head with how the car is, but I don't know. And now I'm more torn than ever. So but if you, I know there's auto drive in Netflix. That is like, it's like auto drive Netflix. It beeps when the car, the light turns green, like so many things, but then car sickness. So I don't know. Does anyone else own a Tesla? And can you vouch for this car sickness or not? Because I don't know, Leona, you're kind of convincing me, but my car is fine. And, um, uh, it's, it's fine right now. It's doing okay. It's still missing its tailpipe. Cause I'm not going to weld that thing back on. If I'm going to get another car, <laughs> you should go get it out in the garage. It's in the garage. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Okay. Oh, 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 wait, this is a second follow-up question. Let me see if I can find the other question first. Oh my gosh. I'm sweating here. Question is what can you do for melasma under the eyes? What products can you use on that sensitive skin? That's tough. Typically, you don't, typically you'll get melasma, let's see, here, more, so anatomy is like really close to each other, and we, we, we sometimes reference things that aren't the like true anatomical names at how we reference them. So for me, the under eye is literally this skin right here. This, the lower eyelid would be the under eye. The mid cheek is going to be right below it right here. Typically, you'll have melasma right here in the mid cheek, not right in the eyelid. Now the mid cheek is neighbors to the eyelid. So we still want to be cautious of that really sensitive skin. 
but you can use products on that area that you use on the other parts of your face. You can use bleaching cream, you can use glycolic acid, kojic acid, hydroquinone, chemical peels, laser treatments. You just have to be careful. You have to really ease into it. So if you're gonna do a peel, we start with maybe one layer, or if you're gonna use a bleaching cream, maybe do it two times a week versus every night. So however you treat the rest of your face, we would treat it the same way. It's tough because with melasma, we wanna hit it with like the strongest medications possible to get the best results, but you don't wanna go super strong on sensitive skin. There is an oral medication you can take for melasma called Lysteta. It's actually, it's crazy. Okay, so Lysteta is a medication that you use. It's a blood thickener, and it is often prescribed to women who have heavy periods. So the blood gets thickened and it doesn't come out as heavy. Um, well, somehow they you know, discovered that it also helps melasma and you can prescribe it, but there's, there's other things that go on with it. It's not just like an easy, here you go, here's your Lysteta. It's oral transexamic acid. Uh, have a nice day, but it's another option that you have to treat the melasma if, it's, if you're a good candidate for it. So I would say come in for a consultation and we can determine, is it melasma? Is it just hyperpigmentation from something else? And what the best treatment modalities would be. The next question is, about doing multiple procedures in one visit. All right, can I get multiple procedures in one visit? Like a facial and a derma sweep or a derma plane? So the answer is yes and no. With the derma sweep, and I oftentimes think about renaming the derma sweep to make it more descriptive of what it actually is. The derma sweep is essentially a derma sweep treatment in a facial, a derma sweep facial. So when you come in, you are put in a gown just like a facial. So you get your skin, your face washed, you get everything cleansed and exfoliated and enzymed. Then they do the derma sweep. So the derma sweep part is only a portion of the whole hour procedure. And then they put like a mask on and moisturize. So you really get a facial and a derma sweep exfoliating during it. So you want that whole relaxing facial and, and they can ex add extractions into your derma sweep treatment. So you're essentially getting an acne facial combined with a derma sweep. We can, we, we, it just depends on you know, what your skin's needs are, but a derma sweep is kind of um, a good combination treatment in itself. The dermaplane is almost like a very light facial with the dermaplane, but you, you, we, we, we do cleansing and exfoliate and we hydrate afterwards, but you don't want to do a true facial and a dermaplane for two reasons. If you do the facial first, then your skin is super plump and hydrated. And if you think about like, say this is your skin, the top of your skin, and then you, you have your hair poking through. I don't know if that's vulgar, but whatever. So you have your hair po poking through. If your skin gets swollen, then it's going to come up and cover the hair follicle a little bit more. Um, so then when you dermaplane the face, there's going to be less hair poking through for you to shave it. Um, and then on the flip side, if you dermaplane first and then you do a facial afterwards, your facial can get more irritated because you just really deeply exfoliated the, exfoliated the skin. So if you are looking for a combo treatment, do a derma sweep. It's like hands down the best treatment, best bang for its buck. It's just so amazing. All right, is anyone sweating right now? So I have a few people in my life that are like post COVID and they are saying that they're sweating like crazy. Does anyone have long COVID where they're sweating like mad? Um, uh, so I, I know a few people going through with that right now, but this question is about sweating too. Does Botox help stop sweating on the forehead and the face? What do you think? Um, no. Mm. Do you think it stops sweating anywhere else? 
So the answer is yes. Botox can help reduce oil production. It can help reduce sweat. However, when we treat it in areas for sweat, we're, we're treating it a little bit differently where we cover the whole area. So say in your armpit, if your armpit's like this, we're gonna load up that armpit with Botox, like Botox is whole darn thing. For the forehead, if I put as much Botox as I do in the armpits for the forehead, your eyebrows are gonna look like this. You will be sweat free, but you will not like the result. Typically what we do, we treat you cosmetically and we see how much improvement that you get in your sweating afterwards. Um, so again, it's, it can be, it's like a twofold treatment, treat cosmetically and it can help the sweating too. There's some areas where we can do micro Botox, like little droplets of Botox around the nose and the cheek area. Again, we have to go light because we don't want to relax all the muscles in that area or that you have muscles that go from here to here. And when you smile, you just can't pull up as much. You want me to answer a question from Auntie Veronica? I don't know if we're ready for that. Please. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Do we have any promotions for lip fillers? We do not have any promotions for lip fillers. Um, we don't do a ton of promotions in general, uh, but your best bet is to sign up for Allie through uh, uh, Allergan or Aspire through Galderma, and they will send you coupons for like 50 bucks, 100 bucks. Oh, you know what there is actually? There is a coupon for Wrestle and Kiss. It's on our specials page on our website. Go look for the specials page. I believe it's $100 off Wrestle and Kiss. Don't quote me, but I think that's that. But that is your best bet. Try to go through the companies to get the discounts, the $50, $100, they will give you coupons and you can redeem them with us. The, um, you can also sign up for our email blast. We give, if we do have promotions, which are few and far between, we send them out to our email um, list first. So go check that out. Okay, if you guys are asking questions in the comments, try to ask it in the little question box because that's where I am pulling them from. I asked you a question, but you ignored it. When will my bumps go away? Yeah. Elle would like to know when her bumps will go away. Do you remember what they're called? I uh, know. I don't. <laughs> You're the skin doctor. I'm just a 10-year-old kid. But you should be educated about your condition. It's two letters. I don't know. K-P. 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 Keratosis pilaris. Typically, you'll grow out of it. However, I still suffer from KP. So, yeah, my arms, like little bumps. Oh, a little bit I thought they were just normal. They are normal. They're totally fine. So, if you get your moisturizing game in and exfoliating game really good, they do yeah, get a lot better. If you want it bad enough, you'll work for it. But yeah, it's tough. KP sucks. Okay, back to the question at hand. Ooh, can people with Hashimoto still get Botox and filler? Absolutely. You absolutely can. There's no problem with that. You know, you want to make sure in general that you are healthy enough and that you're not having a flare and you're not, not, not feeling well, but in general, having Hashimoto's, any thyroid issues are not an issue to get Botox and filler. You can for sure get that. I have my enlarged thyroid that my followers ever so often point out. You want to say hi? Oh, hello. <laughs> Do you have any comments about um, Botox or filler? On my um, skin. Or whatever it's called. Mm, no, you're good. Okay. Except you just <laughs> Excuse me. Pardon me. Back to work. Uh, okay. I let's see. Yes, because yes, my enlarged thyroid, which is all good. It just has benign nodules on it. All right. Next question. Any facial recommendations for a day or two before a wedding? All right. That is cutting it a little close, in my opinion. Unless you are a very avid facial getter 
Like if you're going every month and you know exactly how your skin responds, how it reacts, it doesn't break out, awesome. Do it two days before your wedding. However, you don't wanna do your first facial two days before the wedding, because sometimes you can have a reaction to some of the products used, you could break out with acne. Um, you know, everyone's skin is a little bit different, so you definitely wanna do a test run, a few test runs before, but if you're gonna do it, I would just recommend a signature facial. It's nice, it is exfoliating, it's gentle to the skin, it's something where your skin is just super glowing afterwards. If you are an avid Dermasweep um, uh, user, I would recommend a Dermasweep right before your skin is so smooth, or a Dermaplane even. Dermaplane, Dermasweep, Signature Facial, those are all so nice right before a big event. But again, you should not have your first time two days before an event. You've gotta do a test run to make sure your skin is okay. Now, if it's your first time and you do it a week or two before the wedding and you happen to have a reaction, then we have a little bit of time to calm down the reaction with anti-inflammatories, antihistamines, topical cortisone creams if we have to. Um, there are things we can do. But if you only give a day or two and you wake up and you have hives or a big acne breakout the day of your wedding, not good, right, Al? No. Which is the best peel for little downtime? That would absolutely be a lactic acid peel. You can add it on to almost any esthetician service. You really don't get much peeling at all, but the caveat is the more you peel, the better results you, you will get. So just know that you have realistic expectations. A lactic acid peel is not going to take all of your brown spots away, but it can help your face look refreshed. So lactic acid peel, I would say, but again, um, the results is more glowing versus a true change in pigmentation. Next question, how do you know if you have melasma or sunspots and are they the same? They are not really the same. So melasma is typically hormone-induced pigmentation where sunspots, lentigos, litigines, they are also sun-induced, but they don't have a hormonal component to it. A trained professional can typically tell when looking at you, but there are other ways we can look at the skin with special lights or a skin scope to better determine if it is melasma or sunspots. If you have this like brown patch here, upper lip patch or like forehead patches, that's typically melasma. If you just have like spot, 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 or like one spot, that is typically lentigines or lentigos. So they can be treated in similar ways, but melasma needs an extra little boost because it is quite resistant to treatments. It is anti-Veronica's. Okay, anti-Veronica's question, you wanna know this? Yes. Do you remove anal warts? Was that exciting for you? The answer is I have, I can, I do no longer anymore. And if you want get me on a good day, or maybe you come to our retreat we're planning in Mexico, I will tell you the story of how I removed anal warts off an elderly relative of mine, and it was quite a funny experience. Which relative? Um, you, you will never know, Elle. You will never know. Yeah, you're going to tell me. Okay. All right, let's go. I, I can't know. even tell you the other question Auntie Veronica asked, but we're moving. I want to know. We're moving on. Why? Next question is, I have textured, oily skin and large pores. What treatment works best for my skin? Mm. So the oiliness is going to be product treatments. You want to incorporate things like salicylic acid, retinols, glycolic acid. Those can all help slow down some of the oil production or take some of that oiliness off the skin. You can inquire about a prescription medication called spironolactone. Spironolactone helps regulate your testosterone. When you have less spikes in your testosterone, your oil gets less sticky and less oily. Um, there's a lot more that goes into that. Again, we just don't hand that out. You have to be a good candidate for it. 
Um, so those that can help oiliness. Pores, pores, you know, I think everyone thinks everyone is poreless. They're not, you guys. People have pores. It's very normal to have pores. But if you want to make your pores look smaller, because nothing really shrinks them, you want to keep them clean. So doing things like a derma sweep with extractions is great, but also microneedling. Microneedling is going to poke the skin at tiny little pokes per second. It's going to help stimulate collagen production. It's going to help make those pores look a little smaller because your skin looks smoother. That's a great thing that you can do too. So look into those products, microneedling, and derma sweeps. Okay, this is a great question. Will face lotion be suitable for my under eye cream if my main goal is to moisturize? Budget savvy. I love, I love a budget friendly question because I have answers. Your eye cream should be at the end of your purchase, okay? Don't stress about an eye cream. If you are a 12 product kind of gal, get your eye cream all day long. I use a morning eye cream and a different nighttime eye cream. But if your goal just is to moisturize the area, and have anti-aging effects, you can absolutely use the same products on your skin that you do on your under eyes. Your moisturizer is fine to put on your under eyes. Your retinol on very, very light doses, doses is okay to put in your under eyes. You better be putting sunscreen on your under eyes because it is so important to keep this protected. Even your eyelids, make sure everyone forgets the sunscreen here and you get droopy skin, brown spots, sunscreen here, here, here. You can put, if you're using other serums, you can put them on your under eye area. So absolutely, you can use your other products on your under eye. Sometimes the under eye is more sensitive and might not tolerate those products the same way, but you just have to test it out. And if it gets irritated, stop using it and find something else. But you can absolutely not use an eye cream if you are on a budget, that is totally fine. Everyone has product questions today. I think you guys stocked up on the sale. Best retinol and vitamin C for melasma. Oh, great question. Vitamin C is important because it's going to prevent, prevent further environmental damage. I really love Floritin by SkinCeuticals. It really helps with pigmentation. It is not, it's not too oily on the skin. CE Ferulic is great too, but I go with Floritin for my vitamin C of choice. Um, best retinol, whatever your skin tolerates. Uh, I typically use a 0.5 retinol by SkinCeuticals. Point, they make 0 0.3, 0 0.5, 0 0.1, or 1.0. You can also go the prescription route to our night, our, um, night cream. Oh my gosh, what's our night cream called? Our night cream has a light retinol in it. So there, whatever retinol is, is suits you is great for melasma. You do not have to tear up your skin where it's like red and raw and irritated to get a result from your retinol. Just use what makes your skin feel really good. Packing, packing products. Did you guys see Megan's reel about uh, packing? It's pretty good. Sleep tight. Thank you, Anne-Marie, sleep tight. I knew I'd sleep in the word. Mm -hmm. What skincare products would you recommend packing for a minimalist trip? Cleanser, sunscreen, keep it at that. If you are off your retinol for three days, you're not gonna die. If you're off your discoloration defense for three days, you're not gonna die. Exfoliator I think is good too. Sometimes if you're going to different climates, you feel like your skin just kind of builds up a little bit, whether it's too hot or too um, uh, cold, too dry. So I would say a cleanser, sunscreen, moisturizer if you run dry, and an exfoliator. I would keep it real simple at that. And you know what I like to do too on my trips? I like to pack an extra like eye mask or face mask, like a biocellulose bio mask from SkinCeuticals. That's nice because it just gives your face a little extra hydration. Um, especially jet lagged. If you have a long trip, just throw your biocellulose mask on 
And it's nice because then the person next to you won't talk to you because they're like, what is this chick all about? I have ice pick scars. Would you recommend SkinCeuticals Retexturing Activator? That is a great product to help smooth out the skin. It's gonna make your skin look smoother and brighter, but unfortunately products alone will not help ice pick scars. Anything we carry in our store, anyone any that anyone sells over the counter is not gonna help the actual pit of the scar. With that, you do need treatment. Microneedling is absolutely the best. Sometimes we will combine it with a TCA treatment, trichloroacetic acid. We take, we take a sterile Q-tip and we dip it into the scar. So it helps build up the collagen production from underneath, deeper down in the scar. Uh, so that's what I would recommend. So retexturing activator is great, but if you really want to improve the scars, you've got to get in for treatment because acne scars are really hard to treat and then you have to go the extra mile to really get a good treatment out of them. Next question. Okay. We've done lots of lips lately. Lips, lips, lips. Is Kiss, Wrestling Kiss, the best option for the most settled natural lips? Um, let's see, I probably did five sets of lips today and I probably used three different products in those lips. It's because every lip is different. Wrestling Kiss in one person could look really unnatural. Wrestling Kiss in the next person could be undetectable and you don't see any difference. So go to a provider. Um, it is not you, I mean, in the nicest way possible, it's not your job to pick the lip filler for yourself because there is so much that goes into lip filler. I mean, there is this whole, there are like charts and G prime and flexibility and national technology and blah, 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 blah. And like, unless you really truly understand the rheology of filler, you, you shouldn't try to pick one for yourself and be like, I want Jupiter. Unless you've had a filler in the past and you've liked it. Don't go what your friends say. Don't go on what the best is out there. Just be like, hey, I would like my lips to look really natural. Or my patient might say, you know, I would really like the most volume possible. Or I want it to feel the softest. Or I don't really care if they feel more firm because I want them to look fuller. And you should see if any of my medical assistants know, I just like open my filler cabinet and I'm just staring like, okay, I want a hydrate prime. I want flexibility. I want this. I need this. And it's like, you know, the little um, meme looking at the math problems. That's what I think about with filler. If you have a person who just puts one filler in the lips all day long, that's basic. Okay, go to someone who uses different products based on your needs. Kiss is great. I love Kiss. I use it a lot, but I also use other fillers too. Lots of other fillers. Oh, this is an interesting question. I love a good not face question. Oh, let's see. That, that was not the question I was looking for, but I'll answer this one. Have you heard of a Botox facial? What the F? Uh, let's see. Um, I mean, sure, you can do these little stamps with the Botox, but if someone is literally just rubbing Botox on your face, you just got the most expensive waste of money known to man. Okay, you need The Botox needs to be injected into the skin or into the muscle to have any difference. So I don't know exactly a Botox facial, but I would say no go no go on the botox facial they are in works to try to develop a topical botox like a lotion but it is not nothing is on the market so just stay away from the botox facial this is my body part question that i am looking for can microneedling be done on the back of the hands and fingers oh i love that that's so interesting if you are looking to improve the texture of your skin i mean i do you know decent a good amount of time filler on the hands as you age you start to see more of these bone and tendons and we can fill in your hands come here oh let me see your hand actually you come here Dave. let me see your hand okay let me see your hand other side look at that plump little baby hand sorry am i hurting you hey, let me see your hand oh was it willie the dog okay look at this plump little baby hand 
and then see how the hand ages you start to see more bones and tendons we want a plump little baby hand your hands are not grubby you're actually pretty clean look at those nice little cut nails uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> okay all right go out of there so you can do filler to plump the hands but if you want to improve the skin texture what is a better better treatment is a laser treatment like our bbl treatment we just launched you can help with brown spots skin texture the downtime is very minimal so i would say no to microneedling because the skin is so thin and it's you don't need really improvement in the skin as much as you do in the pigmentation or we want to plump it with filler so those would be the two options i would use on the hands the bbl okay i just got my bbl sorry i'm like sweating here okay i did skin tight on my neck from here to here and I don't know if you, you can really pick it up, but it's not like red at all. But then here, this is, you can see the line right here. That's where I did a vascular treatment. So my skin is like a little red and sun damaged right here. And so that's not bad one day later. And I wore this top to work because I don't really care, but it's not bad. It is really not bad at all. If you do treat pigmentation, brown spots, or if you do a deeper retexturing treatment called Moxie, then you can have a little bit more of these uh, coffee ground scab looking spots on your skin. But, uh, yeah, if it's just vascular, it's not bad. No, Megan, I did not have a Brazilian butt lift. My butt is still, you can't really see that. No, no matter how many squats I do at OTF, it's I and I'm totally happy with that. Next question. I am struggling with congestion around my chin. Any tips? Currently using salicylic acid and tretinoin. That is a great start. That is a great base to have. The tough thing right now is that, I don't know about you, but I still wear ma a mask like nine hours a day and it sucks. You're still fighting this battle of mask knee. Um, you know, you can up things with things like glycolic acid or glycolic pads can be really helpful to exfoliate the skin a little bit more. You can incorporate an, um, a, maybe like a benzoyl peroxide cleanser. Use salicylic acid in the morning. Use a benzoyl peroxide at nighttime. We have our um, so fresh and so clean or our smells like clean spirit. Actually our smells like clean spirit one is good because it's a really strong benzoyl peroxide and you can use that on your body acne too. If that's not cutting it, then I would come in and get, talk about getting a prescription medication, but also doing filler, um, facials and extractions can help with blackheads too, but just congestion sucks. Sometimes it's hormonal. Sometimes it's mask knee. Sometimes it's bacteria. There's so many things that go into it and it just, oh, it's very frustrating. Very frustrating. All right. Question about Latisse. Latisse. How long does it typically take to see results from Latisse? Latisse, it will take you a good two to three months to see significant improvement. So just be patient with it. What I tell people in the beginning, use one drop per eye at a time. And then over time, you can split it and use half a drop per eye to maintain. So once you maintain it, I do mine like twice a week to maintain. If you stop using it, it will go away and it just goes slowly goes back to the way it was. It doesn't get, it doesn't get less. It doesn't all fall out at once, but I've gone on and off Latisse with my pregnancies. You just, if, so if you stop using it, it just goes away. It's not a big deal. They don't all fall out, but if you like the results of it, you do need to continue using it. Once you get a maintenance phase, you can use about three bottles a year and it's very, very reasonable, cheaper than extensions. It's not as dramatic as extensions, but it does. Um, it just gives like a nice little pop to the skin. Oh, I like, okay, this is a good, this is the derm aesthetic question. Okay, I went to a derm who told me not to waste money on expensive products, uh, use like Dove soap or CeraVe. Okay, you guys, I was in that like derm mind. Okay, now I will give you two caveats. If you are getting treated for a medical treatment, if you are getting treated for 
eczema, moderate to severe acne, um, psoriasis. A medical grade product will not cure your psoriasis, okay? So I think that is where that kind of mantra is, is that if you have a medical condition, a, a dermatologic medical condition that requires a medication, you should rely on the medication to improve things. Um, you know, I wouldn't go buy this big expensive system to get rid of your severe acne. How, but if in general you want to improve your skin, like you need an antioxidant, you need a vitamin C and cheap vitamin C's don't work at all. So you have to spend good money on medical grade vitamin C's. You want a good retinol, you have to spend money on a good retinol. So if, again, if you're trying to use medical grade products to cure conditions, I don't think that's the way to go. But if you're looking for like the best, the brightest skin, there is science behind those medical products. I will tell you this too, when you work in a medical office, it takes a lot of time to do counseling for skincare. Like you just don't have time to do it. I mean, in dermatology, I used to see 50 patients a day, like biopsy, acne, skin cancer, body checks, like bam, 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 bam. And it's unfortunate, but that's just how the medical system is. So it does not behoove the person to sit down and be like, let's talk about your vitamin C and your exfoliator and your retinol, blah, 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 blah. Like you just gotta kinda like hit it and quit it and move on to the next person. So I do think I saw a huge difference in my skin when I really started using medical grade products. I used to break out in acne monthly. I would get perioral dermatitis three times a year. And I do my, I suffer with melasma and I know that's chronic, but my other like rashes and irritations, they're, they're like, they're gone. And I think it's a combination of knowledge and just trying things that really work on my skin. Um, I mean, I use Dove body wash. That's what I use in my shower. I have it in there right now. I've used the Dove just body wash for years and that's what I use. And if your budget does not allow for medical grade products, that's totally fine. Like those products are not bad, but if you just use Dove soap and CeraVe moisturizer your whole life, versus someone who uses a vitamin C and a retinol and glycolic acid their whole life, the difference is there. The skin is going to be better. It's going to look better. So it just depends on where your priorities are and where you want to make that investment. It's totally up to you. So I would say there is some truth in that, but you know, not, I don't a hundred percent agree with it now that I've been in the aesthetic world a little bit longer. A question about anal bleaching. I don't do anal bleaching. I'm sorry. If you want your, your anus bleached, go for it. I fully support that, but I don't do it. Uh, okay. Let's end. Let's end with this. Okay. What products or routine do you recommend for rosacea? You need to avoid things that trigger your rosacea. Avoid heat, spicy food, alcohol, saunas, hot showers, stress. That's <laughs> funny, right? Who can avoid all those things? So just try to limit them. Take a cool shower versus a hot shower. Drink, eat mild food versus really spicy food. Limit your alcohol intake. And then focus on things that are going to calm the inflammation in your skin. A gentle cleanser like the gentle cleanser from SkinCeuticals. Phytocorrective gel from SkinCeuticals to calm things down. Moisturize your skin. Utilize prescription medications if needed. If you start to get acne associated with rosacea, seek out a medical consult and see if you can get medical treatments for it. Look into the BBL laser for vascular, kind of like what this is. This is not rosacea, but it has, it can treat um, areas the same way. Go look at Morgan. She is sharing her BBL um, journey right now for rosacea, but it can help reduce the redness, reduce the inflammation, reduce the red veins, the telangiectasia that make your skin look so much better. Rosacea is a chronic condition with no cure, but all those things can be very, very helpful. Let's see, I am going to, is the pizza here? Okay, I'm gonna eat some pizza with that little face. Come here, Dane. You say hi. Say bye. 
All right, guys, have a great weekend, and I will see you next week.